Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, a lot going on in Yankee land. Uh, almost have an opportunity to sweep the Detroit Tigers, but happily take three out of four, which I will take just based on how the Yankees have been lately. Um, taking three out of four there. And but a lot of big news off the field that we'll finally see the debut of Jason Dominguez, as well as Austin Wells being called up for the Houston series. And if that's not even good enough, the Yankees uh, do f- eventually part ways with Harrison Bader. Again, the previous episode kind of mentioned that, uh, you know, they released Donaldson. Bader was put on waivers. Again, that's kind of a move that needs to be made by the end of August. And, of course, I guess the Reds became the team that claimed them on the last day of August. So, uh, Beta will now go to the Reds. And so, bye-bye, Beta, for the Yankees there. So, a lot going on in the Yankee land. So, we'll get into all of it. But before we do, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Got a whole month and change left of baseball. And, of course, we're going to have the debut of Dominguez. And, again, we're going to have, the, uh, I guess, the second wave of baby bombers. Even though I don't want to use that term because it leaves a bad taste in the mouth of like people like Gary Sanchez. But, nevertheless, that's where we're going here. So, in order to get all that, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. And also available on YouTube. Not as often, but, again, there's episodes there of... Uh, Section 420 Talking Yankees, so hop over there, subscribe to that as well, and be a full-fledged Section 420 Talking yankee person, if that's even possible. So, nevertheless, you know, I mentioned when the Yankees go to Detroit, if they don't come out of here with like only one win or, or even two wins, I'm like, I'm going to go nuts. So, the Yankees did a bit of that. They actually took three out of four, as opposed to a, t- a team that's ten games worse than you are. I think the last series they won, I think, it really, I, I'm just trying to look back. It's, it's probably just the Kansas City sweep at home. I'm thinking of that. I'm thinking, of course, the maybe the Oakland on the road were... Our uh, Haman got the uh, perfect game for you know he went completely off the rails. But again, Yankees have been going up against a lot of sub 500 teams or teams of very similar record to them when they were a 500 team and blown opportunities to stay alive in the season. Uh, but this time they finally take care of business and actually look like a real good competent baseball team doing it. First couple of games, it was solid Yankee pitching, uh, mainly by Severino who you know picked up, pick it up from his last impressive start against the the Nationals, going seven innings, uh, no runs, just giving five hits. So whatever problem he's been having or was having maybe solved it out also got a nice defensive gem in the game in the opening one by uh, Volpe uh, catching like a hundred mile per hour line drive up the middle there and throwing a, ro- a runner at, at home and he also got some Yankee power judge you know ending a big 0 for 17 skit with a home run of his own and then Volpe later in the game also adding a home run so the Yankees take the first one there uh four to one and the second game pretty much similar DJ actually getting off and he's really been hit well over the last several games uh with the long ball showing some power so again is it is it Sean Casey is he finding something clicking in is his you know, bottom half maybe feeling a little bit healthier. We don't know what it is, but, uh, you know, him with going deep as well in Detroit. Uh, Glaber Torres with a good series, uh, hitting several home runs. Only blip for Torres will be in the final game there, which I'll get into in a second. But third game, Garrett Cole on the mound. Yankees, you know, put a two-spot early there in the first inning there and just keep adding on. And the Yankees, you know, the first three games just make it look easy. Um, the second game was kind of a half and half with, uh, again, as they trying to transition Michael King to be a starter. Him going uh, four innings and then, then going three innings with Johnny Brito. Both of them keeping Detroit off the board. It wasn't Clay Holmes until the ninth inning, giving up a couple of runs there. Just, I guess maybe he's a little rusty or just whatever in garbage time. But nevertheless, never a situation where you thought the Yankees were in trouble. Uh, again, first three games pretty much blew by really easily. The last game was kind of intriguing. Now, uh, before the series even started, obviously, you know, the news that they released Donaldson and they put Bader on waivers. Now, Bader was with the team for the first three games and played, uh, but he was still there on waivers. And at the start of the fourth game, I guess that's when the move was made. I guess Bader knew about it. He found out. 
Uh, supposedly he was a little teary-eyed in the clubhouse. He's not even sure what the whole waiver thing was when he was first told about it, but he was picked up by the Cincinnati Reds. And it kind of makes sense. Um, you know, the Reds and the Cardinals spent a lot of time against each other in the National League Central. And sometimes, you know, when you play against a player a lot, like I'm sure Beta played against the Reds a lot, you something that you covet that player. Uh, kind of reminds me, of, you know, the Yankees in 2008. I think AJ Burnett was like five and zero with the Blue Jays against the Yankees, and so I'm sure as soon as free agency came around, like let's get this guy, so he's not beating us anymore. Uh, so sometimes you covet another player, so kind of makes sense why he would go to the Reds like that. And uh, Reds, you know, in the mix, you know, having a, a good breakout season for Cincinnati, which is good for them. They've been waiting a while, so let's see what Beta does there. But he'll no longer be a New York Yankee, and the Yankees will be able to unload about the 800 thousand dollars left on the contract so that's kind of what the yankees get they don't get a pick or any sort of the compensation or any draft picks like that it's just unloading money for them which i'm sure they're more than happy to do and of course now that the spot opens up of course you know no shock to all jason dominguez and austin wells will be making their debuts friday in houston uh, against the astros and kind of makes sense why they would want to free up center field for dominguez to play out there and i'm not going to do with the catcher situation i guess you could kind of work it out Maybe they send Ben down, and then once you expand the rosters in, in uh, September, maybe you could bring him back up. But I guess they want to get a good look at Austin Wells right now. I mean, we kind of know what Higgy is, and you know, even he went deep in the Detroit series as well. I mean, all the Yankees did well in the Detroit series, but I guess you know, give an opportunity. Let's just see what Wells could do for a month. So, you know, who's it taking more playing time out of? I guess Ben Rovette because Wells is a lefty hitter. Rovette's a lefty hitter, so I guess you know, if you're looking at matchups. Um, you know, more often than not, if it's a right-handed pitcher, probably Austin Wells is going to get the majority of the starts over Higgy or even Ben Rovette. So, uh, you know, I think he'll eat too much Higgy's time. He'll probably eat more into Ben Rovette's playing time then. Of course, Dominguez, uh, you know, obviously he's out the next judge, supposedly, the next big thing, home run power, the Martian. We'll see if it all sticks, how it works out. And, um, you know, it's kind of interesting throwing him right in, into the fire there uh, in Houston against one of your main rivals there. So, you know, they're going to get tested right away. Um, but should get, at least close out the final Detroit game there. Because even though the Yankees lost it, it, it was a, I mean, they actually showed you some heart, which this team has been lacking for all the season. Uh, Clark Schmidt wasn't terrible, but uh, Yankees would eventually be in a 3-0 hole and kind of look like one of those sleepy Yankee games with no offense. And it's almost like after you win the first three, you could almost like, ah, whatever, it's a 1 o'clock game in Detroit. But with two runners on, Anthony Volpe with a big clutch ninth inning home run, something this team really hasn't had all season. Big clutch home run, ties the game up at that point. And it's a special home run for Volpe, made him uh, a 20-20 player. So for a rookie, Yankee rookie, uh, 20 home runs, 20 stolen bases. So, again, I think it was the right call to let him start the season here. I know you you, you like to see a little bit more with the batting average, but still rather impressive to get a rookie to hit 20-20 in his first season in pinstripes. And you just hope uh, he could just build on that for 2024. Uh, but this game came in the bottom of the 10th inning with runners on. Jonathan Galois is going to mound, who he, he's been good, actually, since he's come back. A little comebacker up the middle. He he threw to Glabar Torres covering second for one out, but Glabar uh, with a bad throw to first base. And uh, since it wasn't close to run from third, was able to score easily. And Detroit takes the final game in walk-off fashion in the 10th, 4-3 there. So, again, Glabar Torres hitting-wise had a good series. And overall, got to say, past few weeks, you know, other than Judge, he's probably been providing all the power for the Yankees. Uh, so this is going to be interesting how they want to address him uh, in the offseason there. But you'd still see the occasional bonehead play for him with a little bit, whether it's defensively on the base, making a running gaffe. And he had this with a bad throw, which seemed like he had plenty of time. I mean, I don't know what, what happened with that one. Uh, but nonetheless, the bad throw caused the Detroit to win there. And the Yankees weren't able to at least stay alive in extra innings, which, again, 
I think you'll take it. Just the fact that you got the first three wins. Um, yes, they lost the last game, but just good to see them fight back in the ninth there with a big three-run home on the tie, and then whatever. Extra innings is extra innings with this Yankee team, and 2023 has been terrible. Uh, they've just been terrible in extra innings, especially on the road. He's got no shot. Previous seasons, even with the Ghost Runner, like they would steal some wins sometimes. They, like They're still able to find a way to get it done. That has not been the case for 2023, so you almost take it in stride. But again, with all the news going on, not the worst thing in the world, uh, just for the fact you take three out of four. Moving on to Houston now, and I guess we're going to finally get our first looks at Jason uh, Dominguez there. And as well as Austin Wells. And really with the Bader and Donaldson move, even though it's pretty it's pretty obvious at this time, I think that's the official signal, at least from the Yankee front office, that they're not making the postseason. So to see them chipping away, getting rid of Donaldson, getting rid of Bader, and not essentially getting rid of Bader, just offloading his money. And, you know, if you want to check back the previous episode, I did a deeper dive into Donaldson, Bader, just kind of the backstory, how they got there, the trade evolved, and in the long run, was it good, was it bad? So I'm not going to really stretch that out. I kind of get into that if you want to, you can listen to it if you want to listen to that episode but overall i think this is technically the, the official yankee signal that all right this year is done we're looking to next year that's why we unload the veterans and that's why you're seeing the young kids come up and yeah semi-curious you know um again we, we finally have a little group here you could be a little interested in i mean you know you're not wowed by peraza at this point um you know Pereira, okay seems decent all right it's a little early so you can't say one thing or another but you know got a little group there you got peraza got Pereira. um of course bavolpi already up here um, and now you get the two new guys, Dominguez and Austin Wells. So now you got like five or six guys that, hey, you know, let's see if these guys could click. Maybe be a bit of a, a unit. Uh, don't see that yet happening, but a little early. But at least, you know, something you at least dream about. And good to see finally Severino with two good starts in a row there. Because he's someone else you'd have to make a big decision on in the offseason. Hey, you know, this guy has been good for us in the past. He's relatively young. I mean, do we want to commit to this guy for another two or three years? Or do we think he's finished and just let him walk? But then, you know, a team like the Chicago White Sox picks him up. And then he's like lights out and you're like kicking yourself in the pants uh so you never don't want that to happen so again but as long as he pitches well i think it makes more of a case i think all things being even i think they'd rather extend him in here and have him stay as a yankee um obviously health with him is always the problem but you know it's sort of like you rather have the devil you know versus the devil you don't know you know what severino is you know his strengths you know he does get hurt but you know what he is versus taking a shot on someone else out there as a free agent you never worked with him before you just don't know what his whole deal is and the whole thing could fall apart so uh, but if he pitches well in September, I could see the Yankees leaning towards bringing him back there. Um, so that's that situation. And for, and for someone who's already signed, uh, Carlos Rendon will get the nod in that Houston game to open him there. So he's had two decent starts in the road. You want to get a little bit of length out of him, but Lisa's been decent there. So, you know, Friday night, kind of teams are out and you're sort of looking to football right now in preseason, stuff like that, especially with Aaron Rodgers in town. But now I think the Yankees at least, at least have some more, a little bit more interesting, a little more juice to watching them. Especially with some other players like, you know, uh, DJ LeMay who hit a little bit better. Uh, you know, Stanton hit a little bit better. Don't. And then with the young guys, you know, hey, let's see what these guys can do for September. So, that's the episode. A lot going on Yankees. Changing new, some old faces going out. New faces going in. They shockingly beat a team on the road three out of four games. And now we move ahead to Houston. So, catch you on the next one. Mm-hmm.